0: dry clean only episode five we here we locked in and we have the first lady of dry clean only here with us
1: hey it's deja
0: y'all hear it y'all hear it um i got miss deja as i like to call her deja body lacy because you know her body you know what i'm saying i had to get loud with y'all real quick because y'all just don't understand man y'all just, we talking about the queen of style right here queen of fits <laughs> man how you feeling today?
1: Please, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. You you stepped through your your fit is matching the weather. It is. It, it is. It's I a good fit. Thanks. It's a very good fit.
1: A little cozy. Yeah. Exactly. Cozy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What well, running through is.
1: I got on a black skim dress, knitted skim dress, Mm -hmm. and my Rick Owens Dr. Martin Mm -hmm. boots.
0: Okay, and you also came through with a fly jacket?
1: My misbehaved puffer.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is very, very, uh, as I told you, very heavy. and (laughs) Heavy in the sense (laughs) of the quality is definitely there.
1: It definitely works for the winter. I was a little bit scared at first, but it kept me warm.
0: Facts, facts, yeah. Well, without further ado, you know, I got the queen of style in here with me. Let's go ahead and get into some style, you know what I mean? Coming up, what were some of your influences?
1: Coming up, my influences were my mom and my dad, for sure. Um, my mom used to have a lot of Vogue and Harper's Bazaar magazines, mm-hmm. and that really, like, got my attention on clothes and fashion, especially with the higher-end brands. And then my love for sneakers came from my pops. He's always been into sneakers, even when I was little. hmm it was crazy my mom would send me dress one way in like flats and leggings <laughs> but i would come home with air force ones because right. my dad was like no you are going straight to get some air forces and that's how my love for especially air forces became facts facts so.
0: that's that's funny because like that's the perfect mix i feel like that's the perfect mix yeah. right there like you are getting the best of both worlds with that so i, I think uh like, that, that's super hard. Um,
1: that's definitely how my love of a tomboy grew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dressing up girly, mm-hmm. but being on my dad's side with aware and, you know, academics and all those other brands and Air Forces was just, you know, usual f- to me. Then I'd be my mom and now wear House of Darien or Children's Place leggings and, like, miniskirts. But... Definitely became best of both worlds.
0: Matter of fact, what, what is stepping out of your comfort zone? like? That can be a real hard thing.
1: It you is. You know what I mean?
0: So how do you overcome that in terms of your style?
1: Um, I just try and go for things that I feel like works for my body, of course, or mm-hmm. that I know that I could wear more than once or with other pieces. Like I could have like a shirt that I could dress it up, but on another note, I could also dress it down. Right. So I try to go for items that's universal. And then heels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've always been very big on sneakers, so me stepping out and getting more heels has been more out of my comfort zone. But now I've graduated to platforms because those are more comfortable. So, you know, still finding new things that fits for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I know with style and everything being such a, a big thing for you, um, especially with your job and stuff, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, what are some of the things that you paying attention to in terms of fashion or style?
1: I go for, I pay attention to, like, materials, um, especially for, like, a all four seasons type of things. Like, I've been big on mohair or pony hair lately. Even in the summer? Mm-hmm. Okay, respect. Uh, especially for, like, shoes. I feel like those are good for the fall. Those are good for the summer. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, of course, not spring or winter, but it depends on the shoe you can also, or the date. The date, you can also get it off. But I go for mostly materials, um, I like a lot of mesh as well, a lot of form-fitting items. Um, I'm big on my baby tees now, my yeah, okay. baby tee era. Um, right, right. But I go for those things mostly that I could wear for all four seasons and switch it up.
0: You know what's funny? I I, I feel like me and you are alike there because when I buy it, certain things, I don't even have a specific season in mind. Like, I, I have a wear for unless it's, like, shorts or something crazy, you know, like, more towards the weather, but I usually just shop for, like, year-round. Yeah, yeah, I try
1: to do the same thing because you just never know. Like, I could have this T-shirt or this pants for the summer or the winter. is still going to go.
0: Right, and I'm also big on, like, layers, so I'm am going to make it happen either way. Okay,
1: especially uh, the cost of these pieces. you got to oh, wear that stuff. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, are there any brands that are doing it big for you? I know you mentioned the Baby Tee and the mohair, and when you said mohair sneakers, I immediately thought of Marnay. Yeah. But, uh... There are, are there any you know specific brands that you just really enjoy that what they put out?
1: Um, I've been liking a lot of Heron Preston recently. Um, I like Marnie. I like Misbehave. I'm very graduating towards that. Mm-hmm. ERL has been one of my favorites, and honestly, Y Project has been st- stepping lately, like really? for their woman clothes. Even with their new collab with JPG, JPG they mm-hmm. have really stepped out for the woman comfort zone. So I've been looking at them a lot
0: yeah yeah, no that that's valid um it's funny the erl stuff i really been having a keen eye for uh lately and by lately i mean in the past few months because i know they did a collab with dior mm. and they had like a hoodie not too long ago and i was like man that hoodie's fire and then i saw it was like two grand and i was like oh okay <laughs> all right so um no nah, i definitely uh like appreciate you know that and i think uh a lot of with those Brands—they're doing a lot of experimenting. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's—it's it's something that I really haven't seen a lot of other brands do prior. So I think that's really cool to see them experiment and and you know just testing waters and stuff. And I think that's even better that you pick that up.
1: I feel like a lot of brands are doing social experiments, like what can we put out there to get people to buy. True. And I mean, that's like a good or bad thing because now was i feel like some brands are like playing in people's faces and right. see like I'm—we're gonna make anything. And just put it at this high price and see if y'all gonna buy it. Right. Just to know that y'all buy anything.
0: Did did misbehave do those red boots?
1: Is no, that, that was mischief.
0: Mischief. Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> I was like, I know they test waters, but I'm like, man, I'm trying to I'm like, I think they did that. But yeah, no, those those red boots are
1: I wanted the pair, not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I did. Um I was not. I don't like to wait for clothes or mm-hmm. items. And when they said eight week turnaround, yeah, you know.
0: that'll that'll turn you off so quick. Yeah, like that'll that'll turn you off super quick. I I, I just hate that so much. But
1: and when I thought about eight weeks, I'm like, okay, that's like spring summer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear rain boots that's up to <laughs> my knees that's rubber right. in spring summer so true if it was much of time maybe
0: yeah yeah well you know they might come back around <sighs> with, we, we <laughs> might see them back around i, I think f- surprisingly enough they got a really good response from people
1: yeah they coming out with some mario shoes like some I luigi seen that. which is like
0: through red wing i think mm-hmm. red, Ring, red wing red B- wing boot company um yeah, I seen that. I, I think I, I can only. I'm like, okay, all right. So, what's next? Like, I know it's more
1: <laughs> crazy stuff gonna come out. Yeah, yeah. They just testing what people gonna buy.
0: Sure, sure. I know that you've had a quite, you know, some time in the retail, mm-hmm. um, and you've, you know, had so many experiences working from different companies and everything. Uh, when it comes to retail, like, what is the biggest takeaway for you?
1: Learning how to work with all types of people. Mm. I can say that. Um just you know, just like I won't say coast switching but I was just learning how to like navigate and to deal with all type of people, even from people that's from like tourists or people that live in Chicago or surrounding just to give them all the same experience as if I wanted to go somewhere and be treated the same way. So For I just, sure. you know, try to navigate towards that. Um the customer's not always right, but I still try <laughs> to make them feel at least welcome, or try to like you know meet at a common ground. Mm-hmm. So that's has that's what I learned in my retail experience. To just learn how to deal with all type of people.
0: Right, right. No, I, and I feel that I, you know, the reason I asked you that specifically too is because I, I've seen a lot of that kind of go into your like development of your brands. Mm-hmm. And, you know everything that you do, um, specifically starting out. With your world class taste and and Deja, uh, I believe we we gonna start it with the sneaks and treats, yeah. correct?
1: I can start. I can also say working in retail it did help me gain a lot of like professional relationships mm-hmm. that have helped me in the long run. Like right. I go to work and I could just meet somebody who can just change my life and <laughs> it right. works. It works. Right, right. So I I definitely you know had those couple run-ins, but. Mm-hmm. Sneaks and Treats is my baby in the making.
0: Right, right. Um, I just remember the first, you know, like the, <laughs> the first one uh, back in, what was that, 2020? Yeah. That was like the first event that I had went to, or at least the, the first event. Yeah, that was my first. That was the first? My okay. First. Uh, talk to me about Sneaks and Treats. What's, what was the idea behind that?
1: So, I like sneakers and I like food. And I like to do both at the same time, shopping and eating. Right. So, I was like, you know. We had Kift in New York, we had Kift in Miami, Kift in L.A., all these other places, but Kiff hasn't came to Chicago yet. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me make my own boutique restaurant, but instead of, like, serving ice cream, I'd like to have, like, a cafe style. You know, you can come here, do homework, Wi-Fi, like a, like, mini Starbucks, but eat good food. But also, try on clothes, shop. And then another thing for Sneaks and Treats was going to be, like, a safe haven for kids. So me being from the Inglewood you know, Southside Chicago, I want to give kids more opportunity to like, you know, find other things outside of life, like outside of sports. You mm-hmm. can be, you know, a doctor, a teacher, or, you know, a photographer, anything else, like, you know, what's, what's the word? Um, s- spread their horizons. Yeah. And I Bro- want to broad- have broad- broaden, broaden their broaden horizon. horizons. Yeah, there yeah, There we go. There <laughs> we go. Um, I wanted to do that for them, you know, get them somewhere to like come after school for homework, help, tutoring, or, just learn new like you know activities and hobbies, so, because sure. sure. I didn't have that growing up. I went to, even though I went to a Catholic school, but mm-hmm. there was nothing in my neighborhood or anything that offered me to learn new things without my mom or my parents had to come outside of their pocket for me Facts. to learn it. So I'm gonna offer those type of opportunities and experience to kids for free.
0: That's love, no, I, I you know uh, I'm big on on you know stuff for the kids, and I know growing up I used to do a lot of Boys and Girls Club and after school care and stuff like that, and it was. You know, it was a big thing for me to be able to, you know, sit with my friends and you know talk and yeah. be in a community with one another. So I th- I think that that is amazing, and you know anybody listening to that who can help facilitate that in any way. Okay, um, cause I'm looking. You know <laughs> what I mean? That that's hard. So big ups to you on that. Yeah. I, it's coming for that.
1: sure. I've had like a couple talks with people. Had a couple meetings. Mm-hmm. Still like in the process. I have a couple licenses already, but okay. I have to. I want to find the perfect spot that is accessible for kids to get there.
0: For sure. Yeah. Well said. I don't. Th- I don't know. Look, <laughs> look, man. You you might as well run for mayor. Okay.
1: they're <laughs> for the people.
0: Right. Right. No, They def- We need a. We need a Deja Lacy in office, man. We need. We need her office making ch- some real changes for Deja everybody.
1: For the people, watch out! Right, right.
0: Mayor, but uh, our you know what I remember with with your sneaks and treats event. Getting also back to that a little bit, uh, it was so big to me, uh, and I'm sure for everybody there who was in attendance, um, because like it was really like a community vibe. Yeah. Like the food was like first it was crafted by you. Yes, you know what I truly, mean? I, so I
1: spent the whole quarantine just. Making my little menu together, keep, you know, from scratch what works, what doesn't work. And mm-hmm. so for me to cook in front of all my friends and family was, like...
0: Big. Yeah. yeah. No, it was big. And, and you what you put out was big. I just remember eating good. <laughs> Thank like, you. Like, I'm, I'm sitting next to people. I don't really know. And we over here <laughs> chopping it up about the menu and everything. I remember, what was the French toast on that menu? Yeah, it was yeah. a
1: French toast breakfast sandwich.
0: Man, I'm shaking my <laughs> head. I'm just, man... I need. We need. To, we need you to run it back.
1: Um, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about since I had my first one that was like you know a trial run. Mm-hmm. I know what to do and what not to do this time. Okay. So I've been thinking about it for a summer for the summer again. For one sure. more go around.
0: Yeah. Nah. We we. I'm there. I'm there. For sure. The French toast is there. I'm, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> so don't you ain't, you ain't even gotta worry about too much with that. Uh, I, you know, in addition to you know working on sneaks and treats, I know that you've also. um you just actually paneled another event at your your current. Yes. Yeah. So uh, talk to us a, a little bit about about, like, what was that like and just the process of, like, getting that whole panel together.
1: So I work at Stadium Goods. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I did a Women's History Month event. And when working in sneakers, I noticed women are the biggest clientele. You would think maybe men or whatever. But right. women come in, they see a shoe, 600 $700, they buy it, no hesitation. And I'd be like, okay, y'all be out here spending with the sneakers. They be coming in with some stuff that I don't even know about. And I was like, okay, so women are really big in sneakers. Mm -hmm. I have women that travel from Tennessee or whoever just to come shop at stadium. And I always want to show appreciation to women. Any chance I can. Mm -hmm. Any chance I can get. So I partnered up with my job. And I said, you know, women are one of our biggest clientele, one of our biggest influences. And besides that, we have a lot of women in Chicago who do a lot of great things. Facts. So I wanted to highlight these four women and um just to get them their, their flowers, their recognition, and it worked out. My job was on board with it. I gave them a whole PowerPoint of, like, who these women are, what they do, and how they benefit the community. Sure. And they realized, like, oh, oh, shit, these are some great <laughs> women <laughs> right, um, right, right who actually do some things. Exactly. So I just wanted to highlight um, them. I have one lady who has this, like, she feeds uh she help feed her friends or around the city who are like un- less fortunate to like take care of themselves so she feed them. Sure. She take them clothing, shopping, sometimes she like get enough money to like give them a crib. Mm. Um I have this other lady named Paige. She has a woman workout center like, you know. I like I like that because sometimes going to the gym as a female you're not the most comfortable. Sure. And so I like to work out amongst other women, so I can feel more comfortable. And she does that in the city of Chicago. She has she hosts like workout classes, recreational classes. Then I had <coughs> Fro Skate, which is a um a, uh, LGBTQ, black owned or a woman, people of color skate company. So they skate around Chicago, um, skateboard, roller skate, all type of skating. Gotcha. And then I had a mental health. IE, she has she hosts like mental health um seminars and like classes throughout chicago which is i've been to some of them mm-hmm. so i feel like you know so she takes mental health very seriously which is important because people don't take mental health seriously and so i like that she try to have people that are willing to like speak up for things that they don't get a chance to talk about
0: absolutely i, l- I love how your d- your panel Is so diverse Mm -hmm. in terms of like just not only just like people but just what they do and you know like it can reach if it can't if this can't reach you this can you know what i mean so i I just really appreciate how diverse that that whole panel was and it was actually great to see the turnout there um i know i actually
1: um recently just got told that my cfo of stadium good shouted me out which is a female so i feel good that even know, she's like in a higher position, but she was able to find out about my panel and see some videos from it. So she gave me a shout out about it. Um, for sure. It did good. Apparently, my job told me for the following week, we was at sales for a, up for a week straight. High sales, a lot of foot traffic and a lot of social media engagement. So the panel turned out just not good on my end, but business wise for my company. Awesome. So, um, I did my big one,
0: yeah, no, nah, he was <laughs> in your bags, no, no, nah, no nah. props to you for that, man i I think that you know you're really embarking on something that I haven't seen in the city happen at all, so it it is it is love that you you know you you're building that, and you decided to share that with us, and you know i I hope to see more of that, you I'm, know, I'm
1: working on it for sure, um, I've been got a lot of feedback for people to. Tell me to venture out in this type of field, so mm-hmm. I thought about it. For
0: sure, sure, yeah, they got your name written all on it. That's I know. <laughs> that's one field that got your name written on it. But I, you know, you're a woman who has a a multitude of things uh, going on for yourself, especially uh, you know what you're working in that in this field too. You kind of, uh, not even kind of, you develop more of a a work to being a stylist currently, yeah. correct? I um. So. <laughs> You know, when it comes to being a stylist, I feel like one of the biggest things to me is first, you really have to be in the know. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and that you also have to uh, stay ahead. Of the trends you, and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just being relevant. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people think it's an easy job, but it's, it, it's really not. So um, talk to us about that. Like, what does it take to be a stylist?
1: Well, for me, at least, it's it takes to be a stylist. I feel like. Just not knowing clothes but also knowing budgets. Like you need to be able to work with anything. Given someone gave you twenty five dollars, you how how can you give them the best fit and not even realize that oh shit it costs twenty five dollars? Like you wanna be able to give someone luxury on a budget or anything like that to be in a know, to know what works for them, that person's body style and even within their like comfort zone. I when I style I usually go to that person's already Instagram and see, like, okay, they like stuff like this colors or these type of brands or stuff that's form-fitting or anything of the such, and I try to still get them things that I know that I can see them wear multiple times. Like, sure. you know, people buy wear, buy stuff and they wear once.
0: That's true. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> that is true, though, but I don't know how uh, they are able to do that. Yeah.
1: I'm one of them people. Oh, you <laughs>
0: one of them people? Yeah. I but I
1: try to – now. nowadays I try to, like – Make my pieces work with. That's why I buy certain pieces now that I could wear multiple times because mm-hmm. sometimes you know you buy like an outfit and it's like okay and it'd be like a very prominent color like I don't know let's say something lime green you're not gonna wear that lime green item. I feel it more than once. Type like, you know because it's already a staple. It's loud.
0: Yeah, I get you. I, I do that a lot with with sneakers in a way because like I might buy something and I, I honestly regret it now that I think about it. But I might buy you know some sneakers thinking that it hit with this fit or you know uh just for this occasion and you know i wear it once and then somehow it turns into a work shoe that i'm wearing at work yeah. or, or like a shoe that i decided to uh turn out and you know use it as a grocery store runner or something like that so yeah you but
1: fancy wearing sneakers like I, that nah, too, nah, nah, put nah. my crocs on every time yeah
0: but nah nah I, I i you know but yeah i i try to make sure that you know it gets multiple uses and you know, even if it's not for the use that I intentionally meant to use it for. That
1: makes sense. Yeah. But back with styling, um, I just try to make sure that I'm within their budget, their comfort zone, and stuff that I can see them in multiple pieces. Because you, you don't want the one to waste their money. Absolutely. You don't want the one to, to be like, I will never wear this again. Or I necessarily don't like this. Mm-hmm. I want them to be like, oh, I like this. Like, I can see me wearing this with this or that or wearing this again. Or I just want to, you know, make them happy as much as possible. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, I... I well said. I mean, that, that that I feel like that is the epitome of trying to be in stylist is just make sure you're getting across something that they really do like and, and can enjoy long term. Uh, you know, th- another question I have for you was uh, how do you stay ahead? I feel like it's so hard to stay ahead with it so is. many things coming out.
1: I'm not going to lie. I be up late at <laughs> night. So I just be scrolling through the Internet and. Uh, I'd be like on Essence or Farfetch or just whoever. I go on YouTube, even mm-hmm. TikTok, and just to see, like, since I work at Stadium, my brand is owned by a UK company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, UK gets stuff first. And exactly. so when I go on these websites, I already see that's the so stuff that's new that's out that hasn't hit the US yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of must stay ahead from that. um, But usually just late at night, late up, late at night, searching and scrolling, finding new stuff. I found like a lot of. Low-key, undercover, like, streetwear brands. So, okay. You know, I, for, like, decent prices, and you never notice that because, you know, I'm like, where is it? Yeah. Yeah, so nah, nah, that'd be you, my go-to. Yeah, you might have to. You might have to. I sh- got
0: you. Yeah, you might have to <laughs> share that with me a little bit later, man, because, um, you know, I'm always looking to to elevate, you know what yeah. I mean? So I know that, like, with a lot of the stuff that you do um, in terms of style and, and sneaks and treats and uh, eating. You know, uh, actually eating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I love to eat. <laughs> yeah, love. I know you love a good meal, um, as much as I do. I know you have a project coming around Tuesday. Day- yeah,
1: Tuesday, April eighteenth. So, um, recently I've been trying to like work on my Deja East page, my food block, right, right, and. As much as I like to eat, I want others to enjoy going sure. out as well. Sure. So I have like a giveaway going on. I just hit 100 followers on my page. So mm-hmm. for me to show my token of appreciation, I want to like pay for someone and they're like plus one to go out to eat. Sure. So I have a raffle on my page right now. Um, And I picked the winner Tuesday, April 18th. Um, $100 that I would give them to go to any restaurant of their choice. Um, mm-hmm. But they must review it, take pictures and rate it for me. So, you know, like, they're, like, Deja East mini, you right. know? Yeah. No, I I, lo-
0: <laughs> I love how, like, in everything you do, like, it, it's just, it's all in the effort to br- brighten the horizons yeah. of, of everybody who comes in contact with you. Like, there's just so much to take away um, and, you know, so much to learn from that. So... With that being said, I definitely will be entering in that. As you should,
1: yes. I'm picking the winners on Tuesday night. So, you know, just tag a friend, like, and follow for a chance to, you know, win the contest. And just pick whatever restaurant. You can't pick a restaurant that I've already been to, but pick a restaurant, any restaurant, and eat good. And just let me know how it is.
0: I love it. Queen Lacey, thank you for coming (laughs) through to the Dry Clean Only set. It's been a pleasure. With that, y'all, we see y'all next week.
1: Bye.